it's on Joe. On Joe, on Joe, on Joe. Trying to understand Game of Thrones. Ah, lads, what the fuck's going on? Sir Davos Seaworth was concerned. I'm Jesus, what the fuck are you doing? Tyrion continually looked horrified. Mr. Night King, Mr. Night King, Mr. Night King. Hello, I'm your host Michael Fry and welcome to The North Awaits, a weekly podcast dismembering and examining the innards of each episode of Game of Thrones for the eighth and final season. An obvious reminder that spoilers are coming, so if you haven't seen episode five and decide to listen anyway, you're more sadistic than Ramsay Bolton. I'm joined as usual by my dripping wet co-host and Joe's very own drowned god, Carl Kinsella, (laughs) and by Joe's film and television maester and master of coin, Rory Cash Dollar Dollar Cashin. Rory, you're welcome to the North Wales. Goodness, that is the greatest introduction I've ever received. <laughs> I wasn't sure where to go with it. Like, I thought I'd, I'd do a pun. I appreciate so, it. Yeah, no worries. Um, Carl's was obvious. Yeah, so. I like how I've gone from like the stallion that mounts the world to like dripping wet in the it's space. It's the same of kind of. It's the yeah. same idea. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> just overly yeah, sure. sexual. Like, yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Uncomfortable for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's dive in, guys. What do we think of this this week's episode? Um, because I, for one, am furious. Oh, um, I guess I there was a lot there was a lot of enjoyment in it. And again, the second like the second the end credits rolled, I was like, problems. There's mm. a lot of problems here. Everything looks cool and has very little thought or substance put behind it. Yes. Oh, I just don't. I don't even know what happened to be honest. Like I, my head is just going back and forth between like. Did they lay enough groundwork to spring this whole Mad Queen thing on mm. us? And then I'm like, yeah, they definitely did. Like, even on The North Awaits, we've been talking about it since the very first episode, that there's so much Mad Queen evidence. Yeah. And yet when she actually went full Mad Queen, it was like, oh, come on. You know, like, <laughs> what? Like, And, like, people are so shocked by it. And, you know, I keep going back and forth. I'm like, oh, nobody has any right to be shocked by it. And then I'm like, oh no, it's crazy to make an ostensibly good character bad one episode before the end. But was she ever ostensibly good? And it's like, yeah, it's just, I agree with it's you. It's like, yeah. what did I, you know, what, it makes me kind of question everything I knew about uh, at least Daenerys Targaryen and then on a grander scheme of things like Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. How well, how well did I ever I, really I know this I did TV like show? that. I like that we've arrived at this point. But I don't, like, I, I definitely feel, okay, with, with Danny, I guess it's different, but with other characters, a lot of things were very sudden and I didn't like it you yeah know? yeah. I feel like this this episode should have happened two seasons from now like where they, they, mm, they, yeah. they yeah, yeah. Every, everything is, is like everything's like two episodes ago the Night King was the biggest thing <laughs> in the universe and it's gone and then it was Cersei's the biggest thing in the universe and she's gone and yeah. now it's Danny's the biggest thing in the universe like you can't give us three huge villains in the space of half yeah. a season oh my god yeah um Let's That's, just talk about Danny first, actually, because okay. uh, I mean, I did. I actually quite liked her in this episode, and I like the descent into. I really, Mad Queen. I, 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 I do like this idea that. Uh, you know, because you were saying, oh, Cersei would be the worst villain. I love the idea that Danny yeah, is now I mean, the worst person. Like, she has killed probably the most people now. She yeah. ru- she destroyed the place. I really liked this shot, like the close-up of when they were ringing the surrender bells. And, mm. like, it was just a close-up on Danny's face and just the kind of sound being like, ding-dong. And she yeah. was like, okay, I'm going to go crazy now. It was like <laughs> someone just, like, literally ringing the doorbell of her insanity. Yeah. And uh, her just, like, taking off and, like, just immolating the entire city. I think it does they, they definitely explain that well though in that like she said to John she was like I don't have love in Westeros so you know I've lost the only friend I've really ever had uh, and she was a servant but like do you know what I mean she's like I've, I haven't got love I've only got I think it was pain and fear or just fear or something like that and that's yeah. exactly what this is is her reacting to that and she's jealous of John because like Everyone loves John, and she's kind of like, "Well, if y'all love him, I, I'm going to kill you all." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, like, I just, that kind of, I mean, it all, it actually. I think people don't necessarily want to hear it, but it actually all just Danny's arc actually ties together really well mm, with yeah. this this kind of ending. Like from the outset, she has threatened to you know fly to Westeros and lay waste to armies and mm. conquer cities and crush people. And while she did a lot of nice things in Marine and Yunkai back in the earlier seasons, like free slaves and stuff, it was always dependent on her on the people she was freeing, loving her in return. Yeah. So like obviously she wasn't getting that in Westeros. She's seen Jorah die. She's seen Missandei die. You know, in her past, Cal 
Khal Drogo has died. Lots of people who've been loyal to her have died. And now nothing has really gone her way since moving to Westeros, even though she like committed her entire army to fighting the dead. She doesn't have the love of the people, the same kind of love that Jon Snow does. Mm. Then on top of all that, she's finding out, you know, Varys betrayed her. Jon Snow is the true Targaryen heir. So I think after a certain point, she was just there on the dragon and thinking, you know what, I might be a good person somewhere as well, but it's just going to be much, much easier for me to take the throne if I kill everybody in this city. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think... She has been consistent in that. She did tell Valor, Varys when she met him, being like, if you betray me, I'll burn you alive. I'll burn you alive. And, and you know, like... There you go. That's, <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely, he, you know, he was, he was playing with fire was and he got burned. No, yeah, not he, at all. Like, he was legit trying to kill her. At he was trying to poison her. Yeah, he was trying to kill her. That was fair enough, yeah. There, there was, there's two things about, about Danny that stood out for me in this. One was when she was talking to John and she was like trying to get it on with her nephew yeah. and he was like no auntie no <laughs> and because because he turned her down she immediately went from trying to seduce him to okay fear then it was like because your nephew wouldn't bone you you're yeah, now going to yeah. burn yeah, yeah. King's Landing yeah. very well then <laughs> and everyone then, will die th- that scene as you were saying that was fantastic with the bells uh, and you see <clears throat> Danny was just like ah, feck it I'm going to burn this <laughs> yeah. that's the last time you see her yeah, you that never was see, weird. You that never was see her expression as she's riding the dragon burning the place so it would have been interesting to cut to her and she's like screaming is, is, is laughing she like, like yay I'm doing <laughs> yeah, it or is she yeah, kind of like yeah. torn about it yeah, but they yeah. like purposefully never go back to her again which is yeah. weird yeah I assume that's probably like a conscious choice so that they can kind of retain some level of humanity for her in the last episode because mm. I think if they were showing her face while she was burning like children alive and stuff yeah and saying like then, yeehaw and stuff yeah like, exactly <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dracarys motherfucker you know like yeah so I think this way we're still going into the last episode with like some people probably think like I, like I, I, I think I we're just going to fill in that blank herself because there's nothing stopping her from when the bell's going off from her flying straight to Cersei's castle and blowing that up yeah and then going right I'm done but that's the thing I see I think by that stage it was just no longer even about Cersei or the Iron Throne like she wanted to punish the citizens of King's Landing for not loving her the citizens of Westeros for not loving her Um, I think she kind of wanted to punish Tyrion and Varys for having advised her against doing this for so long wanted to punish Jon for you know like going and telling Sansa all about the fact that he's truly Aegon Targaryen. So I think it was just like eventually the straw had broke the uh, the dragon's back mm. and like, uh, you know... We're going to cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like wrote that. Like, I've been like waiting to say that the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but it's... it's um, it actually made yeah. sense to me. Like now that I'm talking about it out loud, I, I, yeah. it actually made sense. I think it, I think it actually maybe was a good episode. I think yeah. no, it does. I think I oh, know. I don't think it was a good episode. No, <laughs> I, I'm not going to go that far. But like, yeah, I don't know that the Tyrion thing as well, where she was like, uh, you told you know you told Sansa. She's like dead right what she said to him in that like she's like okay, you were told this information and you went straight to Varys. You didn't tell me anything about it. She's like, what does Varys do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm surprised that Tyrion came out of that unscathed. Yeah, very me too, I'm actually. surprised he was allowed to go that far. She was like, if you fail me again, I'll kill you. She probably will kill him now that he's, you know, he freed Jamie. Yeah. Um, so, well, I don't know. Well, that's, like. like I say, I think, I think he, I don't think he did come out of unscathed because I actually do think at the end of the day, I think Tyrion's punishment was to watch King's Landing burn. Basically. Yeah, I suppose I it was, it was his home for exactly, so long. Yeah. It was Varys's home and it was all these people who wronged her she's now taking revenge on them. Pretty much. I thought it was a weird moment as well when she hands, you know, she's like in the room with Grey Worm. And yeah. she's like, this is Missandei's last possession. And it's like a collar or something, isn't yeah, it? A slave like, collar, yeah. And I was like, oh, what the hell is yeah. this? Like, why would you give that to him? It's like, oh, here's Missandei's like gimp mask. Would you not get rid of that yourself? <laughs> yeah. so I was at the fire. He's like, why would I want that? That's insane. <laughs> yeah. What exactly did Varys do that caused Cersei or Danny to kill him? Uh, well, he was, he was essentially sending tweets out. Yeah. Uh, but the manual way, like he used to do it before, and like small slips of paper, and he gave yeah. the small kids to hand out. Um, but like he was just kind of like gossip girl, kind of just like, you know, yeah, like he, sending this out. Do you not think like people were watching him and checking his post if this whole thing, like, but, do you think she wouldn't have, she would have just looked at him and been like, I don't trust that guy? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. plus Tyrion basically confirmed that Varys was, you know, I think the nature of that conversation was like Tyrion confirming that Varys had. 
designs on getting rid of Danny. Mm. Uh, so I think, and she did. She, I think, she specifically said back in the day, she was like, "If you ever conspire behind my back, I'll burn you alive." Um, and you know, there you go, burned alive. Yeah, uh, she's a woman of her word. Uh, why would you keep him around, though? Do you know what I mean? I just, I, I, he used to be so much cleverer as well. Well, that's he used my to be thing. Such a ours. slow. Yeah. It used to be a slow burner. All this kind of political intrigue and stuff. And this thing has been introduced two episodes ago. You know, whereas before we would have had something like this. The whole uh, trying to replace Joffrey was happening that was happening in the background for ages you know there was Renly there was all that kind of stuff yeah. it took a while for Renly to die we've only had like two episodes of this well see I think know? back in the day when Varys you know he was a cleverer operator back then back when Littlefinger was around and it was kind of the two of them pulling the strings mm. I think they were dealing with people who were easier to manipulate like people like uh, Robert Baratheon and even Cersei at the time and mm. those kind of guys I think Danny is like we've you know like she is She's a woman who has dragons. So, you know, there's you've got to act quicker if you're trying to pull the strings when it comes to Danny because she always just has the option of well, burning you Well, there was alive. always a threat of death with everybody else, though. Yeah. You know? He yeah. worked for the Mad King. That's true. You know, I just, I feel, I feel like we're going at breakneck speed through a lot of this. I feel yeah. like this is yeah. like, you know, I don't know if you've seen Adam Sandler's click. Yeah. But, like, we're just speeding through stuff in that, like, we just assume lots of stuff happens now. I mean, Missandei was captured. We just assumed the same thing happened with, you know, as with the Sand Snake. But they didn't show it on screen because they're like, ah, they know what happened there. Right, yeah. And that's yeah. what's happening here. There's, there's, like, loads of quick travel. There's no kind of time to digest anything or really go through things. I saw a scene there on Twitter there the other day about, uh, I think that it was uh, an episode, like, way, way back, and they're in the twins. And this guy is, like, burning a body. And the son is, like, trying to burn the body, missing it a lot of yeah, times. Yeah. And I just remember, God, this is long. But I was like, that's the way Game of Thrones used to be. It used to be kind of long and you kind of savour it and mm. this is just like just things happening in a really quick way and it's just not as satisfying anymore it's like a sugar rush rather than complex carbohydrates yeah. this show is sponsored by Flavio finally got sponsored but yeah I don't know um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about the bit that made me really mad Bring it. And, and I was reading my notes back from before you're on Greyjoy killing Jamie Lannister uh, like or stab like at least yeah, trying to stab him, like, him and then he's the only character who's ever broken the fourth wall as what well, like. the fuck what the that? hell he yeah, yeah. staring he's a cartoon d- yeah, like, staring directly know? into the camera and saying <laughs> I am the man who's <laughs> like what like coming into your living room and just being like I am the man who stabbed Jamie Lannister but just that whole thing oh. like uh, Jamie's coming in and like okay Euron has arrived at the same time right which I thought was kind of silly but I was like prepared because loads of stuff like that happens again sure. where two people arrive at the same time that's just TV that's, that's just that's, that's, that's yeah, the way I think yeah. I was like fine okay but he arrives he's like ha 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. fucked the queen yeah. and he's like yeah. and I'm gonna kill you and then they just have this horrible fight and then he's he, I, I, oh I was so annoyed because Jamie doesn't deserve that do you know what I mean and but like, Jamie still won like as in you know had he not been crushed to death beneath all those uh, rocks hmm. I think maybe he would have survived. Let's let's just like that's what yeah. I'm telling myself, and that Euron didn't actually kill him. He just he just stabbed yeah, him. Yeah, he stabbed him a lot though. It was a, yeah, yeah, it was a pretty it looked, stabs. pretty deep. But I wound. just I thought it was so he was such a pantomime. Oh, there. He, was like, the worst. he does not deserve that. He did no. not deserve to land that blow on Jamie. Like, no, do you know what I mean? I was expecting. I, I don't know what I was expecting there. I definitely wasn't expecting him to turn up yeah. and just have a, a fight on a beach. Yeah, and then just that was it. Like, yo, ho, ho, yeah. and a bottle of rum. Exactly. It's just like, oh my God, <laughs> will you not just go away? If there was, you know, I expected him to be used so much more cleverly or, you know, I thought there would be a thing with him and Cersei and mm. all this kind of stuff. The whole thing with the baby was just like, uh, oh, no, we're just leaving that alone. Then. Yeah. Just leaving that away, you know? I mean, it's, I, I suppose it exposes your arm for what he was as a complete turncoat in that he's there at the end just being like, I don't care about any any of this. Like I'm just going to kill you. you yeah, know, I'm a chaotic, yeah. evil person. Did, did he not feel massively demoted in power from last week when it seemed he had the upper hand on everyone and killed one of the dragons and seemed vastly overpowered? And then this week it was just everyone was annihilated yeah. in ten mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah, that was it. It was so quick the way everybody like. There's a there's a scene where Kyber's just like, oh yeah, all the scorpions are gone. It's like. Yeah. How did the dragon <laughs> avoid all of those things? When, like, when last week, when last week she they shot away in fear straight away. Well, yeah. last, well, last, <laughs> she just yeah. like came. She had time to go the whole way across the wall and come yeah. back again, and it was just last oh my week. God. They ha- like last week, last week the Lannister forces had the element of surprise, whereas this week 
uh, Daenerys had the element of surprise and like I don't know maybe there's like as we've seen uh, was it a surprise though they knew she was coming on a dragon he was actually looking up at the sky going here it comes well, well that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's true <laughs> but he didn't know when it was coming <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to justify this episode, to be honest. I know, I know. And I like. I think we've been really positive so far in how we've spoken about it. But this week, and it was the first time I've ever watched Game of Thrones, and while I was watching it, I said, ah, for fuck's sake. And my, my notes at the time are just like, fuck off, you're on. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I wrote. Like. I was just like, it was the first time the illusion had been shattered and I wasn't living in the world at yeah. the moment. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, this is so unrealistic and so silly that I can't go along with it. I actually just, you know, instinctively can't. Yeah, the, you know? I mean, the, the Euron scene, you know, at his death, like, and it's so annoying because I've been wanting him to die for so long yeah. and yeah. even in his death he reduced my pleasure of the show. Like, I know. It was like, it was the television equivalent of the writer spitting in my face. Yeah. And not in a good way. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, I don't know. <laughs> another, um, another thing I'm really annoyed at they, is... They, they, is they, they killed Kyber. They killed our they boy. They killed Kyber. They killed our boy. They kill- <laughs> my beautiful son, Kyber. My boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware you two guys yeah. love him. From, from the yeah, show. Yeah, I yeah. think he got a pretty great death. I know it was very mm, sudden, so but it was sweet. so poetic. It was, it like, was kind hey, of fantastic, though, yeah. I, I like Listen it. to him. And yeah. No. Yeah. Because, like, and because even, like, Gregor the Mountain, like, he even had this slow turn when Cersei was like, stay by my side. And, like, Chiron being like, obey your queen. And then he turns around and he has this, like, look in his eye and it's like, mm. Sir Gregor wants to love. <laughs> or, like, Sir Gregor wants to be free. And, like, just, like, dashed uh, Kyburn's head on the stairs. I, th- I don't think they treated him badly or anything. It was just kind of like, he could have been like, uh, you know, he should have just stood ahead. And Cersei did the same. You know, Cersei was able to sneak through later on. Yeah, anyway. yeah, that yeah. So you just killed Kyber. Kyber. That, that was yeah, my yeah. favourite part of the whole episode. Oh, it was great, like, yeah. You know what? Not my table. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to yeah. leave. Yeah. She's like, oh, fuck's sake, fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Work away. Like, <laughs> that was yeah, really funny. Like, Just to even include that shot of her. Just, just kind of daintily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I just, uh, just get by here? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me there. <laughs> I, I will leave you guys to it. How did you feel about the Clegan Bowl? I thought it was fan servicey. I thought it was silly. I thought he's invincible. He's inv- why is he invincible? Well, he's well, he's he's dead anyway, right? So like, like Frankenstein. We don't yeah. really know what uh, what means Kyburn used to bring him back. Yeah, but I think it's fair to assume that whatever Kyburn did made like made it not matter if his brain was fully intact or like he could be stabbed through the stomach and that wouldn't matter so much anymore but the face he stabbed him in the 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 brain but like like, who's to say there was any brain activity even going on there you know what I mean well I suppose Mm. there had to have been some because he clearly recognised his brother that's what I'm thinking I'm just like he's a monster like why do you care about any of this yeah and also like it kind of it makes me worried that like when uh, the hound tackled him through the brick wall and like down to the Mm. ground below like maybe he just survived that that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking well, if he's survived everything <laughs> yeah. else, why is that the only way? Yeah. Yeah. Do you Sir, know what I mean? Sir Gregor on the Iron Throne. But I had the nice kind of fire ending to it after his whole fear of fire thing. Cinematographically, it was all exceptional. It was, yeah, it was it was beautiful to watch. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, there was, again, like, like you said, no substance to it whatsoever. And I just, that scene where the hound comes in with Arya and he's like, oh, the castle's fallen down, so actually you better go downstairs like was there not like 60 flights of stairs up to that point (laughs) where he could have been like it's a bit dangerous in here do you know what I mean like she's just at the top and he's like oh no um, she's gonna die so like you you can go on ahead and she's like alright yeah you know just just let it go I kind of dug that a bit though for Ari because she 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 of everyone in the show has like got a Mm. very solid character arc and that is exactly like she is one of the few people in the show who has learned from her mistakes Mm. and is willing to grow yeah uh, so her at the last hurdle being like and I guess he as well was like actually do you know what this is not going the way we thought it was because mm, yeah. ev- like, she's actually burning this whole place down whereas I thought we could just kind of sneak in and get around it right? and he must have been like actually you know what this is not the place for you I'm willing to die here but you shouldn't and she at that moment was like you're right I shouldn't yeah I okay, okay I thought yeah. basically as I always think at this point that the moments where Arya was on screen were by far and away the best moments of the oh episode. she's such a, an incredible actress incredible to have actress. her be the, the, okay. the face of watching yeah. the fog of war was great I like, thought it was very interesting there was a parallel to the, the zombie attack 
in that she was kind of going around the narrow corridors, you know, yeah. firing people off, all that kind of stuff. I like that, but I just thought there was a little bit too much of her. I in thought this it was amazing. I thought it was like nine eleven footage, you know, when people are like covered in dust and like yeah. trying to escape, and like even w- watching the bit where she wakes up on the steps and she's got, like, I almost had an asthma attack just watching that. Yeah, I just thought it was so fantastic when she tries to rescue the mother and her child. Yeah, who we kind of were introduced to at the start of the episode and realizes that she can't really save the mother and then she can't save anyone. And I just I thought everything like that was a real like this is the reality of war or mm. whatever and like there I think there is a lot of I think there's substance in that you know like uh, being really exposed to the horribleness and the horror of what Daenerys Targaryen is wreaking upon the citizens mm-hmm. of King's Landing yeah. I thought it was it was kind of important I you know I think there were probably other things I would have cut rather than that because I just I mean I you know I I, I, I'm happy with this inclusion but I mean they kept cutting back to her do you know yeah. she seemed to just be invincible at that point do yeah you know? and I just she I, was I, a bit like how many lives does she have yeah she got knocked out <laughs> was it twice or something and mm. just kind of just kept going I don't yeah. know I just I I liked yeah. that like this is the same director guy who did um, the other big battle one where's that one yeah. and not the most recent one Winterfell, yeah, yeah. Battle of Winterfell yeah. Yeah. and you could barely see anything and in this you see everything because it's, yeah. it's broad daylight everything's so like really well lit uh, mm. and it, it was cinematography it was insanely good to look at mm. so it's curious that in that one you couldn't see and then people were actively complaining about it but in this one you almost wish you couldn't see because the stuff they were showing you was gross yeah I mean there's a bit where she wakes up and there's a woman and she's just stamped into the ground like her yeah, head is yeah. kind of yeah I thought all that was great and I, yeah again cin- cinematographically fantastic is that how you say that? no I no cinema cinematography there's no like a graphically version of <laughs> cinematically 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 no like cinematography right the cinematography would, cinematography would be a parallel of photography right yeah photographic photographically yeah. graphically anything that ends in graph would yeah. be graphic and then therefore graphically so cinemat- cinematography cinematographic cinematographically Cin- Sorry, guys. Right. Thanks, that Carl. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to uh, Noun Week. I, 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 would, I <laughs> see the other way. I, 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 I really want to cut that from the, uh, the final thing. I don't think we should, but <clears throat> that's a magic minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I see. Yeah, I, I, I hope there's a bit more stealth and cunning when it comes to because I feel like now it's inevitable Arya is going to kill Daenerys like, I hope but, she doesn't that, that's yeah, not she's, killed, she's killed so many that's what I'm thinking. It's, people. it's too much for one character to do yeah. that but I feel like that's where we're headed it's, you know? it's going to be John. do you think so? yeah well, I do I think an important thing to note right is that a Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones is obviously based on the series of books by George R. R. Martin called A Song of Fuck Your Theories. Uh, <laughs> and like, I think that they've done that all through season eight. They've basically made everybody's theories look like total nonsense and mm. garbage and worthless. Uh, and I think that's going to happen again. So I think the two people who you'd expect to kill Daenerys, we've got John and we've got Arya. Mm. I think it, it just isn't going to be either of them. It's going to be something else. She probably die of natural causes or something. Her own dragon will turn her. Dragon will eat Oh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, but there's no. Like, it's, not, it's not going to be the case. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really annoyed this week that we saw Harry Strickland. Oh, I thought that was hilarious. Okay, and he, he just died straight away. I that was, that was so funny. I, I thought they built up built up this man. Like he'd introduced himself earlier. We kept seeing his face. We kept you yeah, know, yeah. his name that. has been ban- bouncing around the internet and stuff. Uh, and I thought he'd be so much more important. Yeah, like they hired like a high profile actor yeah, to play. And him. He's just like there and uh, Mark Risman. He was in like uh, he was in. Oh, that Arthur C. Clarke adapter or Philip K. Dick the man in the high castle <laughs> who was he in this episode? Harry's you know the head of the Golden, Golden Company. Company oh the guy and then it's his horse at the end that are your box away yeah it was yeah. his horse right yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was so funny like I thought it was yeah. so because he's literally getting ready for getting Hello. ready for the battle oh you're dead yeah. and he just like the thing just and he's like he starts trying to run away and then Grey Worm you know gets him from behind I yeah. thought that was super funny um, how do we feel about Grey Worm? I thought pretty good. Like, Mm. I thought the fact that he managed to get through so many people was, uh, you know, a testament to his fighting prowess. Yeah. And also some nice revenge. Um, I think he obviously, like, he's not loyal to anything in the world besides Daenerys and Missandei. Yeah. And I think he kind of was in his rights to just kind of go a bit mental. Go to town. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that about him. I, I, you know, I would have killed him. Um, I think, I think that's what I would have done. Well, someone. It would have been a good ending for him to say. It was. Yeah. it would have been great for her to have killed him 
because she was not paying attention to what she was blowing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that would have yeah, been yeah. good. Um, yeah, and it's a miracle that was you know people who she went for war crime at the end. Yeah, you know, she, like but she needs someone on her side for the next episode, and he's basically it now. Yeah, you're right. Like nobody else is going to be. Well, I don't know what how the. I mean, I think a key strength mm. of this episode, which I agree is definitely has a lot of uh, problems with it, but I think a key strength is that I think people don't have any idea what's going to happen in the next episode. Yeah. And I think that's there's there's a skill in that. Like there's a skill in doing your penultimate chapter, your penultimate episode in a way that actually still leaves doors open for so many things in the final chapter. But this um, is the final episode of the final season. I mean, this would have been fine a, like a couple of seasons ago where you can leave questions open and be like, oh, this is, you know, this is really interesting for the next season. Yeah. And then the final episode is what, you know, they kind of just change the, 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 rearrange the board a little bit and it's kind of like, oh, this is set up for the next season then. And that's the final episode it usually does. Whereas this is like, they have an hour and a half to resolve all the questions they've raised over the last even just season. Yeah. And I don't think it's enough. I no, think they can. I think they might be able to pull it out of the bag. I'm not like saying they definitely will, but mm. I, I'm like optimistic. Maybe not even optimistic. I, but I, I believe it's possible for the series to end well. Still, I, I, think I don't, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I think because my favorite character is gone. So Jamie Lannister. Oh, what are you going to say? A wonderful, Kyber, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my second my favorite boy. character, <laughs> Jamie Lannister, is gone. And they threw his character arc out the window. Like, I thought it was so ridiculous. That was awful. That he'd just be like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, went up, you know, redeeming kind of thing, going up to Winterfell and fighting for everybody. That scene with him and Tyrion was amazing. I love that. that. Was a great scene. I love that. that. And he's scene. just like, fuck the poor, I love my sister. And that's it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, but even, even seriously, sorry. has not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even seriously in that final scene was like, oh, we meant to feel sorry for you now. Yeah. yeah, that was a bit weird when she was like, "I don't want to. I love my baby," and it's like, "All oh, right, you know, Hang don't. On. Yeah, <laughs> do we even we, definitely know we, you have we, a baby? We, yeah. we remember. We remember everything you've done. Okay, we're not literally you minutes ago. Yeah. So yeah, I th- I, no, I thought Cersei's wasn't too bad. It's Jamie's that I'm the most annoyed at because I expected a twist. I expected him to do something noble or good in the last season and he didn't he just went to his sister and it's kind of just like well what was the point of, of any Everything of, the, you've uh, done. of just him going up to the north yeah. what was the point of that I think it was to show that like even even though he tries to be a better man he still loves her more than anyone and he, he wants her to be as good as he thinks he possibly could be and I liked that Tyrion tried to save them both mm. but like does that not kind of spit in the face then of the whole theory of uh, Cersei being killed by her younger brother. I I wasn't really worried about that. Me neither. You know, I, I, I I think yeah. I thought that was a sillier kind of prophecy that I wasn't really prepared to kind of see happen. And it's weird. I actually was rooting for Cersei the whole way through this episode. I was like, I didn't want her to die. Do you know what I mean? She's like, a great character. I yeah. love Cersei. Yeah, I thought Cersei was fantastic. I like that she was kind of reduced to tears at this point. And I like that we see how much that baby actually meant to her. And that, like, it was the only reason she lived. It's the only reason she didn't blow up King's Landing herself. And that is because we all suspected she would do that. It was like a kamikaze kind of thing. But it kind of just reinforced the idea that, yeah, she did love something. And it was her children. You know, Jamie, but also mainly her kids. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of, it's an interesting parallel because, like, all the way along, we've kind of feared the threat from the kind of manifestations of ice, which are the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the whole series is a song of ice and fire. But in actual fact, what's ended up devastating the most lives is is the fire element of that with the with the dragons. Mm. Um, so it's kind of strange now. You'd have to think that, oh, God, I really don't know. I don't know what's going to happen now. I yeah. like. I think that, like you say, I always thought Cersei was going to be the one to kind of lose the rag and end up blowing up, you know, half of King's Landing. Mm. But now that's Daenerys. So now Daenerys has taken the position of Cersei, yeah. you know, in fans' minds, or at least you'd, you'd have to assume she has. So, like, how do we look at Daenerys in the last episode? Like, is is there anything heroic about her anymore? Or is she is she a full-on bad guy now? I think she is, yeah. yeah. I think that there's no kind of redeeming thing she's done in the last while for us to really feel that much for her. Well, you know? like she she, saved, really she effectively saved the world from the White Walkers. And yeah. now she's gone and but done this. But why did she do that in the first place? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah... You know, I think I think the the episode, you know, the last episode where she's talking about, you know, the Northmen not even letting them rest. Yeah. Just I think showed 
us exactly what she was like and what she wanted. Do you know I what I mean? think like, it just tells us a story about the complexity of governance. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's hard. She's a real wonk for policy, yeah. as you said last it's week. Hard, <laughs> it's hard to lead. <laughs> well, there's been like, uh, uh, just even today, there's been a massive, hugely negative reaction to what they've done to her in that like, mm. oh, the one strong female character, you've turned her into the big bad guy. So any women in, in positions of power can't be trusted. And also the, uh, mm. is it the Dothraki and the Unsullied are the f- few kind of non-Caucasians in the show. And right. they've all been portrayed as violent savages, exactly what everyone in Westeros was afraid they were going to be the second they were brought into war. So everyone's like, Oh, what's Game of Thrones actually done in terms of representation outside of, oh, we, we should follow this boring white dude because he's probably going to be the guy who saves everyone. Yeah, yeah. I think on the yeah. women level, at least they have like Arya and Sansa. Um, but on the representation level, it's pretty terrible. Because like yeah. in season seven, you literally had Jamie Lannister warning Randall Tarly being like, is that what you really want? Dothraki at the gates, a bunch of foreigners. Yeah. And it was a real kind of, uh, it was a real cringe kind of moment. And it is, it's not the best to actually have that fear, like, realised and, like, have the Dothraki Where did they in. all come from as well? Like, I'm, I'm so well, annoyed crazy. that the Night King should, like, we all thought the Dothraki were killed. Yeah. And then suddenly a horde of them comes through. The, yeah. like, where did they come from? Where did all the Unsullied come from? They're these massive, do you know what I mean? It, it just feels like the Battle of Winterfell actually wasn't a scratch on any of it. That's you know? it. Like, and even in, in the trailer for episode six now, you see Daenerys, like, walking down towards her army. And yeah. there's still loads of them. Like, there's yeah, thousands yeah, yeah. of them. Um, it definitely it, it raises some pretty serious logistical questions. Yeah, well, I think logistical questions have been raised since, you know, Varys was able to, like, travel through time. That <laughs> yeah, season. yeah, and, yeah, You know, we spent so long on the road with Arya and we spent so long on the road. I saw a tweet today, actually, that said, OK, so, you know, Arya and Bran have spent literal seasons developing magic powers and in the two biggest battles they did not use yeah. one iota of them. They used nothing. Arya has not pulled a face out of her bag. Well, Arya, I think Arya's killing of the Night King definitely relied on some kind of, not necessarily magic powers, but like some kind of superhuman ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Bran's, I mean, Bran has been, a, you know, he, he revealed the whole Aegon Targaryen thing. Mm. But then after that, he pretty much went back to watching, like, I guess, Match of the Day, you know, or yeah. whatever, like <laughs> war- warging into, you know, watching Avengers Endgame or something. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet there as well that said that he warged into Harry Strickland's horse. And I saw it because it was kind of mystical that the yeah, horse yeah. arrived in the first place. So maybe that's what he's done. Maybe he's been of some. I don't buy that that's, at all. Yeah, I, I don't. That's us meeting it more than halfway. That's, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I also, yeah. There's been a lot of stuff on social media because I went through it all because I expected people to be as annoyed as I am. Sure. Uh, but the funniest one I saw was this uh, guy. He was like, uh, "Arya's going to bring her horse to the old town." Yeah, I agree. Like social media reaction to this episode has not been good. But mm. Vulture magazine, who do a live uh, up-to-date ranking of all the episodes, yeah. rank The Bells, season 8, episode 5, as their best episode ever. Oh, I don't know. That's incorrect, though. That's, I, mean, I know yeah. it's an opinion, but it's wrong. It's confusing. It's, I mean, like, and like... What's their reasoning for it? Uh, they, I think it was just the, the unpredictability of it. And I, I personally actually really like that as well. Um, like, I, I did as well, but I still was like, that. this should have happened... This whole season should have been them mm. fighting the Night King. The next whole season should be them fighting yeah. Cersei. Mm. And then the last season would, like, by then, we've all that time built up. Okay, now we're going to focus That's on Danny, who is yeah. now the new. I don't even think she's a mad queen. I think she's just like, right, well, love isn't working. So fear, as she said, fear it is. So well, this, then, is, this is the only weapon she has left. That's yeah. where I am on Danny. I'm almost like, I'm not even sure the show wants us to think of her as a 100% bad guy yet. I, I'm really kind of curious to see episode six mm-hmm. because I think they're going to try and pull, pull, you know, pull it back a little bit because she actually has done a lot of good things. But then again, you know, when you look at it in tandem with the way fans see things and the whole, like, even the Mad Queen theory being dubbed as such you know it's hard for you know the nuance kind of gets wiped away and either she's a mad queen or she's not mm. and I think when she decided to burn King's Landing to the ground she probably cemented her her kind of uh, yeah especially when you see like the caches of wildfire yeah erupting. I thought that was really like visually fantastic that was cool and yeah. I love that scene where Cersei's looking out in King's Landing and there's a shot kind of from up 
over her shoulder. You can see it kind of in the background, just all on fire, and it's yeah. fucking brilliant. I um, I love the the callback to Bran's vision from like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, with the with the, the dragon going across the dragon over King's Landing. Yeah, thought that was fantastic. I really like that, and I like that it meant something dark. You know, mm. I I kind of like that it didn't mean liberation. It just meant you know disaster. I yeah. kind of I thought that was cool, and like I'm kind of just not averse to seeing Daenerys as a bad guy. I'm not averse to yeah. all of the kind of the what our expectations being upended. Definitely not averse to the kind of open endedness of what about what's about to happen next. So overall, I can definitely like make my peace with it as a decent episode. There are just things that I wish had happened. Specifically, mm. the way Jamie and Cersei died—that's my big disappointment. That is yeah. my. That's and my I biggest think that's thing. impossible to get over. Because I mean, Jamie, I was rooting for Jamie the whole way through everything. Yeah, you know, and I just feel it's like when. Um, Theon jumped off the ship when, right, yes. with his yara and stuff and they just, just like he was doing so well up until that point and now it's like you know is is it I don't know I'm just, I, I, I am think, so disappointed with Jamie so in I particular I think as well to give Cersei a death that in no way allows Lena Headey to show off her unbelievable acting is also bullshit like as in for no, all I, I, thought, I thought the whole bursting into tears and so I thought that was great I really did I, I, I liked I that know. element of it I liked the idea that she isn't just a monster she is still a person at the end yeah. of it all and I thought that's what that showed I just yeah I just, she didn't get the ending she her character deserved though she died in the arms of the man that she loves and she was killed by a rock that fell on her head like yeah, it's yeah. not I don't love we'd that we'd all yeah. been built up for Arya's gonna kill her or she'll be eaten by a dragon or something yeah, worthwhile for her, Jamie's yeah, gonna kill, kill herself her. for that yeah that Just kind of way a lot of things that I think and obviously you can't play that game because at the end of the day it's not your story to tell hmm. but it just does not seem Oh, it doesn't it, feel it, right and when I was yeah. doing the because I was going to do obituaries like we did the year before uh, or the, the year before Jesus yeah. Christ <laughs> uh, like the episode where there was a large number yeah. of deaths and I was going to include Cersei and Jamie, and I thought I'm not writing obituaries for this because I actually don't like it I don't accept the thing because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they didn't die on screen technically well, but it, like do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't see them surviving that because that would be even more ridiculous like yeah. but, people can kind of talk about realism and how like you know not every death can be momentous but mm. like history human history would be a lot more boring if it was all just like oh in 1922 Michael Collins was like he like died of a stroke while tying his shoelaces mm. or like you know Julius Caesar just had like a piano fall on his head or something you know like like the you know like <laughs> like stories stories are interesting because interesting things happen in them and at the end of the day having the roof come down on your head is not as interesting as something with a much more human dynamic mm-hmm. uh, I just think this season definitely has le- and especially by making the Night King just a totally non-human character they've definitely foregone the human dynamic just in a lot of important moments and I think mm. that's that's what's going to uh, stick between my ribs for, for I think so yeah and the, the, the problem I had with the you know the hound and the the, mountain, the fight was amazing right but it just felt very fan servicey. Yeah. it just felt like somebody else has written this it isn't you know it's like something I would imagine and I would write down and put in a forum somewhere it's not you know what actually should happen it felt very dreamscapey or something That's when it. I was it's, watching yeah, it it it's, just it's, didn't feel it's like right. one of those things that like obviously a fan comes up and they're like mm. oh wouldn't it be cool if this happened and it's like yeah it would be cool but like maybe we don't necessarily need it you know yeah. it's like watching like Harry like reading Harry Potter and being like wouldn't it be cool if they just forgot about the Voldemort thing and he just like went and played at the Quidditch World Cup and it's just like yeah maybe that would be fun but yeah. that's not what needs to happen for the story to end the way it's you know yeah I, I just I can't get over the, the Hound's story arc being all about revenge I just felt yeah. like he deserved more there I really you know? liked our theory well, about he, him being the new Red Priest that's I what that I wanted yeah yeah I, I don't know yeah let's talk about John uh, we did this last he's episode so boring <laughs> yeah, he's literally the most boring thing the in the show the whole episode I was looking at his face and it just looks as if like He's eating a bad curry or something, yeah. and he's just like the whole thing is just queasy, yeah. which I actually think really worked because sure. he's doing it, and he's like, "God, this isn't good. I'm this about isn't this, good. Lads. This isn't good," you know. But does nothing about it, you know. And I think you know, I think what that does is it shows that, you know, it shows to people of Westeros or whatever, he was still willing to go along with everything Danny was doing up until a certain point, but nobody knows that. As far as everyone is seeing in Westeros, he aided. Danny's yeah. genocide. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, you know, it would be silly if it's a very easy run for John on the next. That's episode. it. Like him and Tyrion are going to have to face 
scrutiny for mm. like because I mean happened, yeah, yeah. Tyr- Tyrion facilitated it as well but yeah it was it was a funny episode for both of them because from yeah. about I'd say what like 16 minutes in it was just facial expressions it was, there was no yeah you know, there was just a lot of ash yeah. yeah, and him kind of obviously showing that he's a good person. He stops that soldier raping that woman and it's kind of like when the Lannisters surrender because they're just like, fuck this, we don't care about Cersei. Mm. Uh, he's kind of like, okay, we'll stand back or whatever and then Grey Worm goes off on one. But John does nothing to stop him and he did nothing to stop Daenerys with this whole thing even though he saw what was happening. Like Tyrion saw what was happening. They didn't stop Daenerys yeah. in time. Well, John's an know. idiot. There's no two yeah, ways boring about idiot. that. He yeah. is a, he's, like, he's definitely an idiot. Like Male, pale and stale. <laughs> <laughs> like with John, like it's literally a case of like all he had to do was to keep the Aegon Targaryen thing to himself for a while, you mm. know, for like a few weeks. Yeah. And, you know, it could have been resolved a lot more efficiently. Yeah. But instead he was just like, no, I have to tell my sister. It's just I have like, to tell my sister. Yeah. That's yeah. a better Jon Snow uh, impersonation than Kit Harington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you? Yeah. So I don't know, like Jon Snow clearly a moron, Tyrion a moron. Danny's gone nuts, but it was it yeah. was so, strife like, like that first scene when he said nothing when she was like, "Okay, uh, Varys, we're gonna set you on fire now." At no point was he like, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's he done? But it's his fault as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's, she, it's she explained everything to her. Like I love the way she's even calling out the show itself, and then she's like, "Okay, so you told Sansa." And then Sansa betrayed you, right? And then she's you should call on Tyrion out. She's like, because uh, Tyrion's like, oh well, Sansa trusted me. And she's like, she trusted you to tell me. Yeah, she yeah. trusted you to spread yeah. secrets, and that's what you've gone and done. So yeah. you know, I'm kind of I'm surprised Tyrion is still standing after what she's done to Varys, but also that John didn't say anything about anybody, even though he was the cause of this. Yeah. You know? And he's saying, oh, I don't want it, this, that, and the other. He didn't ask to spare Varys or anything like that. It's no, just, he yeah. just stood there and was like, this seems fine. Because even yeah. Tyrion had this sort of somewhat noble moment of him going up to Varys and me like, it was me. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. a rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. And Varys is surprisingly cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His final line was pretty class. Like, I hope. I, I hope I'm wrong this. about this. Or, yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah, I hope I deserve this. Yeah, yeah I thought that, that was would, fantastic. It was a really good line. It turns out, no. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a good, like, I thought it was a good end. And I like that. I loved, uh, you know, when she's saying it to him and the dragon's head pops that out of the darkness. Fantastic. I thought that was amazing. But, like, and I, I saw that. That's exactly how I imagined him dying, but just maybe not that quickly or with a bit more kind of cloak and dagger behind it first. So I was happy with his death. Yeah, I think I expected him to get a bit further. Mm. But, you know, we did see him write the letters and I think surely at least one of those letters has made it somewhere yeah you know so but that's us that's us having to assume that and that's the whole click well, effect and that they're fast forwarding yeah. through scenes we would have seen in earlier seasons yeah, yeah. You know, because well, they've time I'm pressure. kind of okay with that because say for example a parallel would be when Sansa wrote the letter to the Knights of the Vale ahead of the Battle of the Bastards mm-hmm. so I'm thinking if it's a parallel to that and someone else is go- I mean it could just be the Knights of the Vale again but like, if someone's going to show up and challenge challenge Danny's authority in the next episode, it probably is the Knights of the Vale, realistically, or, or the Prince of Dorne, or or the unnamed Prince the unnamed, of Dorne, or Yara Greyjoy, or Yara Greyjoy. You know, there's a few people. Either yeah. way, Drogon is getting killed. Yeah, I'll I don't know about Danny, but Drogon is, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing a very visually exciting dragon execution. Yes, I'll be really pissed off if Drogon makes it to the end of it. He's the only one I need to die in the next one. I want an exciting, emotional Drogon death. Yeah, that's all Game of Thrones <laughs> needs to do to repay the time I've put into it is yeah. to kill Drogon and make Danny very upset about it, and I'll be happy with that scene. Yes. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I completely, yeah. Right. Who was your Who was your MVP this week? I don't know if I have oh, one because I Ra- don't... Uh, the composer Raman Juadi. Oh, that was great. Actually, the, like, yeah, again, yeah. Good m- music absolutely eleven out the of tense, ten. and you know so the, the electronic kind of beat at the start, which That's, I thought was yeah, great because I had in my notes like music pumping or whatever. Yeah, like pumping. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm buzzed for this. He's you know? killed it all so much. Like he's killed mm. the light of the seven. Mm. Uh, oh man, in, yeah, yeah, that was incredible. Absolutely, like the scene where the Night King's approaching Bran. That's that's nowhere near as good without the score he he gave it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. in this there was loads of kind of callbacks to like the reigns of Castamere and all that kind of thing. So mm. he's cl- I, for me clear MVP. Yeah, uh, but character wise within the world, the, your di- <laughs> your diegetic MVP. Right. Yeah. Uh, character wise, I would probably be leaning towards Arya again. Same. I would say so too. I don't think any other character apart from maybe John behaved the way I wanted yeah. him to. Well, except so for of- me, like possibly Danny. 
like I like the fact that she yeah, has okay, yeah, subverted yeah. the expectations of what was what we all thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think the she show was barely in it though. She was barely in it, but the fire was there, and the, she yeah. the fire was like the. I think it was better her. that they were <laughs> we were viewing it from the ground, so it's more realistic. Because when she's doing stuff from the top, you know, she's destroying, um, you know, a field of people, or she's destroying ships and stuff like that. We don't actually see the kind of devastation and that. So mm. I think it was really important we had someone on the ground. It was Arya. I think it was appropriate that it was Arya. I just thought there was too much of it. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. And it was quite similar to the same scenes she had in Winterfell. You yeah. Right. yeah but it yeah. was like the, it was just infinitely better because you could see everything. It was yeah. just, it just made <laughs> yeah. such a difference, the visual aspect of television. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do just think the show can stand up to criticisms of like, oh, this is out of nowhere. I think there's so much they can point to to say that this isn't out of nowhere. Mm. It was rushed. It like it happened too fast. That is my, but it thing still makes season, sense. Yeah. Um, so I can kind of forgive a decent portion of it. For me, it all hinges on how it ends up now next week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I, I kind of felt that way last week as well. And yeah. I'm like, okay, this could still make sense if they do it properly. Mm. But I'm, I'm so disappointed by the end of Jamie and Cersei that I don't I will, know. I will always be disappointed by that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like if I ever go back and watch the rest of this show now and watch every interaction they have and think mm. that that's how they died, I'll just be like, that's a, it's not a great end. Yeah. I mean, there's other characters that they can redeem. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure Bran can be redeemed mm. in the next episode, and John maybe, and some other people, but. I don't know. Also, Sir Davos, I think, is in the firing line next week because he smuggled Jamie out. Yeah, very true. You know, so it's Tyrion and Sir Davos. I reckon she'll maybe kill Sir Davos and then try and kill Tyrion and, you know, be stopped by John or some, something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know. I yeah. See, I think next week's going to be mental. I think they've yeah. proved to us that all attempts to devise theories are uh, Fut- futile, completely futile. Completely futile. And yeah. I think that's cool. I'm, I'm on board with that, like 100%. Hmm. Uh, so I think for me the only negative of the, the most recent episode is is Cersei and Jamie dying yeah. and Euron's uh, just the fact that he was on Euron's piece to camera but at yeah. least oh my <laughs> god mean, how good is episode 6 going to be now that we know Euron Greyjoy is not going to be in it it's better we didn't see him die oh, oh shut up shut still alive lad hi what do you mean you thought I walked the plank did you yeah 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 he like shows it with like a peg leg and a parrot on one shoulder it's like, it was the day you almost killed Captain Jack Sparrow I mean <laughs> you're on Greyjoy <laughs> um, episode 6 trailer did we watch it yeah yeah. I think it, I think it foreshadows it well I think we shot of Arya mm. you know I definitely think Arya assassin storyline is what's going to happen here I do love the kind of dark shots of the Unsullied you realise how terrifying they look mm. in that they're like kind of like the shredder from Teenage Ninja Turtles and that's kind of what the yes. men look like as well yeah, that's those true, kind of yeah, yeah. weird kind of ninja outfits and that so I'm I like I kind of I am excited because it's the last one mm. but I am disappointed and I don't know if it's ever going to pay off the debt of killing Jamie and Cersei for mm. me I don't know I, I, I just don't feel as warm to it as I did before because I always I think we always try to remain positive in this podcast it's very easy to shit on the show a lot I think I think a lot of people do but uh, this week was too far for me and I don't know if it can be repaired I think it can I, I, I definitely am I do. it, it would want to be fucking brilliant <laughs> do you know what I mean like because like, I think over the course of the whole show like fans have had to forgive other things like the way Rob Stark and Catelyn Stark died that was pretty painful as well um, you know so I think and like very kind of like inauspicious you know I mean obviously mm-hmm. the Red Wedding as a spectacle was fantastic yeah. but just to have their throats cut by a, well like in Catelyn's case just a random fray and yeah. Jamie stabbed by Roose Bolton or Rob Stark uh, stabbed by Roose Bolton pretty yeah. low key uh, kind of killers you know so I think the show I think it, it could possibly bounce back from this and then when we look at it back and look at it in its, its entirety once it's done maybe mm. it'll look like a kind of a decision that made sense but I am just very curious to see now what happens in episode 6 I, I want to go back to Winterfell I want to, I want to find it out what's to, happening yeah. it has to it really so does, much you know? unanswered there but I, I have a horrible feeling now that it's going to end with Danny on the throne and everyone just kind of like quietly conspiring to kill her as well and it's just going to be a loop of what happened with the Mad mm. King we'll probably see that one girl who's seen uh, was it her mom 
killed in the middle of everything. Ah, uh, okay. We'll yeah. see her again, and there'll, there'll be people in King's, King's Landing conspiring. It's like, right, we'll, we'll be quiet. Yeah, now. well, maybe it is like, you know, like The Wire, where at the end, um, you know, I'm not going to spoil The Wire, am I? Am I going to spoil The Wire? Here we go. Uh, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, you yeah. know, where the end, where, where, you know, Marlo Stanfield goes back and he just takes the corner again. And it's kind of like, well, this, you know, nothing really resolves itself. I mean, mm. characters die and all that kind of stuff. But it's still a snapshot of a world. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, I think Rory, maybe that is the case in that it won't be particularly satisfying, but it just says that this is a brutal kind of cyclical universe. Yeah. And that these things are going to happen over and over again and houses are going to rise and fall and all that kind of stuff. The people with like the best intentions are like destroyed by their own kind of want yeah. for power. Maybe and we are looking at Daniel the Throne then. I don't know. Instead of John. I my theory is that even if, if Danny does intend to be queen, I think she, she'll she set herself up somewhere other than King's Landing. Like, I think mm-hmm. she's laid waste to King's Landing. There's nobody living there anymore. So I think King's Landing has been, like, consigned to history. I think King's right. Landing is gone. Um, I think she, they might take the Iron Throne with her, or she might destroy the Iron Throne. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think... Obviously, we had that shot years ago uh, in her prophecy in the House of the Undying where it looked like she was walking through the throne room with snow falling. Yeah. And I think now we can probably assume that that's actually ash. ash. Yeah. Um, and I think Danny is going to walk through the throne room. She's going to see that there's no point in sticking around there. Mm-hmm. She might destroy the Iron Throne and go set up somewhere else. I think King's Landing is done. I think they're about to leave King's Landing. Um, mm. And that makes me think that, that, I mean, I don't think it's going to be kind of Danny sitting a throne. I think she is going to die. Mm. But who... Uh, Where's the seat of power then? Is it Winterfell? Dragonstone, I guess. Mm. In in the yeah. in the trailer for the next one, we see a lot of our army dudes like lined up. That to me, it looks like they're lined up ready to leave. Oh, but maybe not. Mm. Yeah, I was like, they'd only really be lined up if they're ready to fight again. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, God. well, it depends on who does what, you know. Mm. Yeah, um, is, is <laughs> yeah. Bri- is, yeah. <laughs> insightful. Yeah, <laughs> can we say any definites for next episode? Do you think? Well, I think we'll see mm. Bronn get his castle. I think that's kind of the only thing. I'm oh, thinking. fingers crossed! I hope we get more Bronn. Who's going to give him his castle, though? Tyrion, if he survives. Does he even have any money or <laughs> to do that? Like, is he in a position to give him that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. He's promised it, I guess. So, but he's kind yeah. of promised it, and like, would have to go through Danny, wouldn't he? Mm. But she's he not going to be like, yeah, run that, by the manager, fine. I guess, wouldn't he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she has to approve this request. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. I don't think there are any definites. Other than no, that. I don't but think there's any definites. There definitely yeah. has to be like some kind of Sansa, mm. Danny conversation where it's just a lot of "I hate you" and "I hate you too." Yeah, and one of us is going to kill the other one, probably. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think you're dead right. I think your assumption that it's going to end on a cliffhanger of some kind is just is a really. Right unsatisfactory ending yeah, but like yeah. one that makes sense within the context it's, of the show yeah it's not going to tie it up nicely because in this show you know if you think this has a happy ending you haven't been paying attention yeah um, right that's all from us this week join us next week for analysis and reaction for the final episode and we'll sum up how we feel about the series in general you can tweet the show by using the hashtag the north awaits with your boiling hot takes and not predictions this week because everything will have happened with just your boiling hot takes and your your opinions on the show. Uh, you can also tweet Carl at TV's Carl Kinsella, Michael at Big Dirty Fry, and Rory Cashin at Roar like a lion. So Roar E Cashin. Yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. I've been Michael Fry. We'll be back next week for the final episode of The North Awaits. <laughs>